This is HPR episode 1992 entitled, How I'm Handling My Podcast Subscriptions and Listening. It is hosted by Foki and is about 8 minutes long. The summary is, I'm describing my workflow from receiving the files to listen to them. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi, I'm Foki and this time it's my real voice. I was thinking about my next contribution on HPR. The usual way would be to talk about what's in my pocket or give you a commanded list of the podcasts I'm subscribed to. But most of the English speaking ones you already know because others have talked about them earlier on this channel. How about the way I'm handling my subscriptions and what I'm doing with the files afterwards? I think the big advantage of podcasts is that you can get all kinds of media without looking for it all the time. So it should work once set up automatically. That's why I'm using a cron job. Every quarter past the hour, cron is starting podget on my laptop. Podget is using an easy to manage list of URLs to download what you like. There's a good manual, so I will not describe all features. But one thi thing is great, and it's also why I'm using just this tool of all uh, command line interface tools out there. You can download from sites requiring login. That's something you otherwise only get from bloated programs like gpodder, which wasn't my cup of tea in the long run. One more advantage of podcast is that you can define the subfolder you will use per subscription. Most of my podcasts will be placed in a folder defined by the download date so that I can listen to them more chronological than by genre or theme or title. Sometimes when you've been away from the net a little bit longer, the amount of files to download can take a little longer and Cron can start more than one instance of podcast and you can get the funniest effects when you listen to files being downloaded two or more times at the same time. I heard repeated parts of the same podcast in unsorted bits of shows. That's why I wrote my own little bash script that controls if the process is running before podget is started. And while writing this, I took the chance to do some more, a little bit of logging and cleaning the podcast folder. I call it Renpod. Some files have very strange names like 7354727.mp3 or pdex minus 223 aa minus 2327.mp3 and you wouldn't know what this is. 
all my players understand ID tags, so that shouldn't be a problem. But I would like to see directly which file is it is. And by the way, you can get files without any ID tag at all too. So I use a graphical tool called PuddleTag to rename files and or to change some ID tag fields. Earlier I used EasyTag. Nothing bad about this program. PuddleTag is just a little bit more in my taste. As someone with many subscriptions and wish to have as many files in free format as possible, I convert all of the MP3 and M4A files I'm listening to. I'm only I'm listening to to an Ock Vorbis or since Rockbox now can handle this format fine too, Opus. This way the files get smaller too and don't lose any quality, at least as my ears can hear it. Those shows my wife also will listen to are left in MP3 because the device we are using together connected to the Hi-Fi only can play MP3 and WMA. For converting I also wrote my own scripts called 2Urk and opconf. This uses FastOnk uh, respectively FFmpeg as its main tool and can take any amount of arguments I wish. Under the preparation of this talk I put them up on GitHub. Links will be found in the show notes. So now I have named and converted the files. But I'm still not satisfied. Some shows last more than one hour and not all, not all pl players have a reliable bookmarking function. So I like to split large files into smaller sections. For doing this I've written a small bash script called Spalt, which is using OxSplit MP3 split. Without any option it splits in 10 minutes sections and deletes the original file. If given the minus "-s", option, it searches for pauses and splits on those points. But this time it's not deleting the original file, because in the case of, a zero, uh, in case of zero split points, you would have nothing left. In the case of the Opus files, I haven't found any tool to split, so I'm doing the splitting first and then do the conversion. I own a Sansa Clip Plus, which is my companion as soon as I leave the house. As already mentioned, there is of course Rockbox installed on it. I like the device updated all the time, therefore I at least once a day connect it to my laptop and synchronize. For this task I also wrote a script situated in my personal bin folder. I called it BPackPod. It deletes all the tracks on the device no longer found in the podcast folder on the laptop and copies over all new or changed files. I'm listening to all sorts of podcasts every time I have the opportunity and suited for the different occasions I have different ways to do it. When I'm on my way or running up and down in the house doing all kind of stuff I use my Sansa clip and adjust the speed of the files to manage to listen as to as many uh, tracks as I can. I usually listen to English spoken shows between 1.2 and 1.5 times the original speed. 
German and Swedish ones will be a little bit faster, maybe between 1.5 to 2 times, because these are my mother tongue and my everyday language. I can do this thanks to the function functions Rockbox is giving the Sansa clip. When I'm sitting with the laptop, I'm using the play command found in the SOX package. I also like to use MOC, M-O-C, the console audio player, but so far this doesn't have any function for speed up and therefore it's my choice, a choice only when listening to music. When working in the kitchen or sitting room, I use our internet radio device that also can play mp3 files and listen to those podcasts I left in mp3 format. By the way, I'm thinking about another show where I could talk about how I revived this device with the help of the guy behind listenlive.nl, but I don't want to promise too much. For this time, I took enough of your time. I hope you caught something interesting from all of this and you uh, are not bored by my big, big accent. <laughs> all scripts I named can be found on GitHub under the username Swaygrips. That's S-W-E-G-R-Y-P-S. But you could look in the show notes as well. Have a good time and don't forget to share the software. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.